catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Tuesday morning, May 10th. I'm Matthew Bell, and this is The Point from WUFT News. A recent leak in the Supreme Court revealed that the justices are moving forward to curb reproduction rights. The leak sparked nationwide outrage on both sides of the aisle. WFSU's Valerie Crowder covers what the overturning of Roe v. Wade means for Florida. Here's Valerie. For Democrats, the imminent rollback of reproductive rights serves as a call to action. House Minority Policy Chair Representative Fentress Driscoll said during a recent press conference that election stakes are now higher in Florida. Our uh, state elections have even greater consequence now, and I think it's important for the public, just like they would on any other issue, constituents should make their voices heard. If the court's draft opinion becomes a final ruling, states would have the power to protect or restrict access to abortion. Unlike Democrats, Republicans in Florida have focused less on the substance of the draft ruling and more on the fact that it was leaked. This messaging was on display when Governor Ron DeSantis was asked about the issue last week. That's a real significant breach of trust. You want to talk about an insurrection, you know, that's a judicial insurrection to be taking that out and trying to kneecap a potential majority through kind of extra constitutional means. At least one anti-abortion group has asked DeSantis to push for lawmakers to pass a ban on almost all abortions when they meet in Tallahassee later this month. But DeSantis has hinted that lawmakers will likely hold off until the Supreme Court issues its final ruling. I would just caution people, you know, you can leak stuff out of a court, which was really unprecedented, but let's see when you actually have something rendered. University of Washington political scientist Sophia Jordan-Wallace says responding to the draft opinion with a ban on almost all abortions could prove too risky for DeSantis. A University of North Florida survey taken earlier this year shows most Florida voters don't support banning abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. If that's what it looks like for a 15-week ban, what would the support look like for something that makes abortion illegal entirely? National polling data shows most people support allowing access to abortion in the first trimester. If I was DeSantis or his staff, I would look at that data and say, Uh uh-oh, this could have appeased some people, but we better be careful. State lawmakers recently enacted a ban on abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy without providing an exception for victims of rape or incest. The new law takes effect on July 1st. It's expected to draw a legal challenge under the state constitution's right to privacy guarantee. Orlando Democratic Representative Ana Escamani told reporters last week that it's unrealistic to rely solely on the courts to protect abortion access. Instead, she says voters should turn to the ballot box. When you don't vote, you're not only giving up your voice and giving up your power, but you're giving up your rights. And so this is a time for urgency. It is a time for folks to step up and get engaged. Escamani says engagement involves more than attending marches and protests. You cannot just march. We need folks to register to vote. We need folks to knock on doors. We need folks to talk about this issue at the kitchen table and and every platform they can. Because time and time again, we see especially abortion rights get side railed by other types of topics. And we cannot let that happen again. 
The state's voters have ranked other issues as more pressing, including jobs, the economy, and education. UNF political scientist Henrietta Shino says that could change if Roe v. Wade is overturned. But she says typically a single issue like abortion wouldn't change election results. Is this issue going to be more important for the upcoming elections? Yes. Is it going to affect the election results? I'm a little bit more skeptical on that. Shino says regardless of how much the issue affects turnout and election results, it's likely to help Democrats more than Republicans. I'm Valerie Crowder in Tallahassee. That was WFSU's Valerie Crowder covering the potential overturning of Roe v. Wade and the effects it will have on the state of Florida. Now, let's catch up on today's top stories from around the state. A former UF student is accused of attempting to convert his trial judge to Islam. Mohammed Fadi Suleiman was arrested in Turkey in 2014 on alleged terrorism charges while attempting to reach Syria. Suleiman was arrested on a warrant in India where he said he was there for school for over a year. In a letter to trial judge Alan C. Windsor, Suleiman tried to convert him to Islam before demanding that he dismiss the criminal case against him. Windsor struck Suleiman's motion as improper because it wasn't submitted by his court-appointed defense lawyer. The next trial date for the case is set for July 18th in Gainesville. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed into law on Monday a bill that observes November 7th as Victims of Communism Day. The Ocala Star Banner reports that the day will be aimed at, quote, honoring the 100 million people that have fallen victim to communist regimes, quote, around the globe. The move comes after DeSantis signed a bill that revised social studies requirements for graduating students last year. The law adds material on various communist regimes to the high school curriculum. The measure requires the State Board of Education to adopt the changes by April of 2023. Polk County is constructing an underpass dedicated to wildlife on Interstate 4. West of Haines City, the underpass will reconnect two green corridors that have been separated since the 1970s. According to WUSF, 1.5 miles of 10-foot-high fencing will guide wildlife safely underneath the highway keeping both drivers and animals out of harm. A member of the Florida Department of Transportation says more wildlife passes are planned for the future. Animals such as deer, bobcats, coyotes, and black bears are among those who have taken advantage of similar construction projects further east on the roadway. The corridor is expected to be completed by next year. First Coast News reports that the St. Augustine Lighthouse is receiving needed repairs. Windows in the lighthouse were previously damaged by Hurricane Matthew in 2016. Other work on the lighthouse includes fixing stairs, updating the metalwork on the building, and repainting the inside. Private donations, state funds, and money from the Florida Lighthouse Association are paying for the $883,000 renovations. The lighthouse is also seeking an additional $400,000 to help cover costs. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Matthew Bell, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Tuesday.